The Great Secret by Neville Goddard Judas is called the betrayer, but what was it that he betrayed? Judas betrayed the great secret of the Messiah and where Jesus might be found. His is the most important role in the great mystery of God. I have found in David the son of Jesse, a man after my heart, who will do all my will. Of this man's posterity, God has brought to Israel a Savior, Jesus, as he promised. Then in the 43rd chapter of Isaiah, the Lord reveals the Savior, saying, I, I am the Lord, and besides me there is no Savior. If God brought a Savior to humanity, he had to bring himself, as Jesus, which simply means I am. This he revealed in the great I am statement. I am the vine, I am the door, I am the shepherd, I am the bread. In those statements, Jesus is declaring that unless you believe that your I am is Lord, you die in your sins. For I am is Jesus, your Savior, the man who will rule as God as he promised. When you hear the word Jesse, you may think of someone outside of yourself, but I tell you, your I amness is Jesus, sound asleep. He is buried in you and will one day be awakened and will one day awaken in you. Asleep, you are a son of God, but when he awakes, you are God the Father. Sending his sons into the world to conquer death, the sons return as the father of all life. Beloved, we are now the sons of God. It does not yet appear that we shall be. But we know that when he appears, we shall be like him and see him as he is. As a son of God, it does not appear what you will be. But when God appears, you will know him. Because you will be just like him. That is the great messianic secret. And when that secret is unveiled in you, you will see the importance of separating the words Jesse and Christ. As stated in the book of Revelation, Come, Lord Jesus, and his Christ, for Christ is the Messiah, God's great son, David, who reveals you as his father, Jesse. Man has completely forgotten the mystery and speaks of Jesus as a little man who was born of a woman 2,000 years ago. When Jesus is God himself, your awareness of being is Jesus, who is God the Father. The great secret of the Christian faith is a revelation of the fatherhood of God and the brotherhood of man. The fatherhood of God is Jesus in you. Do you not realize that Jesus and his Christ are in you? Did not David, the Christ, come in the spirit and call Jesse, or and call Jesus Lord? If David were not in you, you would never know that you are God the Father. One day David came out of me, he stood before me, and I knew exactly who he was, and our relationship with one another, even before he called me father. Now I know that everyone will one day have the identical experience, for there is only one God, only one Father. We are all members of that one body which share in this wonderful promised end, as everything resolves itself into the one who is God the Father. So Judas reveals the messianic secret by telling you that you will find the Lord Jesus in heaven, and that heaven is within you. 
if anyone should say come look here he is or there he is don't believe him for the kingdom of heaven is within you when you find jesse your journey is over then your heart will go out to everyone for you will know they are your brothers you are not going to become sons of god you already are god sons of the most high becoming god himself god is able to give himself to you as though there were no other just god and you believe that in the most incredible story ever told which is the pattern of salvation will unfold in you to reveal you as god the father that is the true story of the bible the old testament is an adumbration a foreshadowing while the new is its fulfillment written as a rough draft paul wrote his 13 letters at least 20 years chronologically speaking before the first gospel which is mark yet no book spells it out completely i have tried my best to make it clear just how it unfolds within me and how i came to the full realization of myself as god the father i tell you there is no other god no other being god actually sent his sons into this world he chose you and himself before the foundation of the world you are here to perform a certain job and when you do you will say father i have finished the work thou gavest me to do now return unto me the glory that was mine the glory that i had with thee before that the world was as a son you radiate the glory of god but when you return you are that glory you are that god god the father transforms his sons into himself by giving us his own son who reveals our true identity and this is the mystery of life through death there is a pattern in those 39 books of the old testament that fulfills itself in the new paul urges everyone to follow the pattern of the true word which you heard from him or which you heard from me here he is telling you that his words are true but he doesn't spell them out he makes a statement when it pleased god to reveal his son in me I confer not with flesh and blood, but he doesn't tell the experience. Paul was the first to use the word Christ, which is the word Messiah and means. God has touched, made contact. Descending upon a son in bodily form as a dove, God has contacted that son through the sense of touch. That contact is the gift of the Holy Spirit, and in that act, God seals his gift. In the Old Testament, God decreed, david to be his son and in the new testament david comes in the spirit and reveals you as his father this is the great secret that judas betrayed having had the experiences judas betrayed the messianic secret and tells where jesus might be found and who he is jesus is in you as your breath of life one day he will awaken and as he rises in you you rise at that moment you are saved from this world of death and transformed into the God of all life. That is the story of Christianity. Don't look for Christ to come on the outside. Hundreds of millions are waiting for him to come and change the world, but it is not going to change. It's a world of educated darkness. A school and you do not change a school into a home. And heaven is your home. One day you will graduate from this school and receive the gift of God himself. 
as this gift is given, you awaken to discover you are in the grave where you first laid yourself down to sleep. Then the pattern of the true words that you have heard from me will unfold in you. Paul tried to tie his experiences into the Old Testament as he quoted the 39 books, one after the other. But he didn't expound on them. But as Blake said, that which can be made explicit to the idiot is not worth my care. Maybe Paul felt the same way. Why spell it out when desire to understand will force you to search the scriptures and ask yourself why, what, where, and when? If you will ask yourself these questions, you will find their answers within you. I tell you, God literally became you that you may become God, and in becoming the God the Father, you do not lose your individuality. You are not only a member of this wonderful body, sharing in the purpose and of all things, but you are the body, for you are its animating spirit. You are a member, yet the whole, for in God there is no division, and no one will be lost. Although the evangelists tell us how we are sinning and will be lost, it is not God's will that one be lost, because God would be lost. You cannot say, I am, unless God is in you. You may be a moron, yet you still know that you are. You may not know who you are, where you are, or what you are, but you cannot stop knowing that you are. That awareness is God and there is no other. Judas reveals the good news that God has wrought it. What courage one should take from this message. The evangelists are giving good advice tonight, telling everyone how to live, what to say, and how to act. But the Gospels give us the good news of salvation, telling us that God actually became his sons in order to transform them into himself, that they may rise as God the Father. Not all of the sons came out. In the story of the prodigal son, we are told that the one who remained complained. He thought he didn't have anything, yet he had it all. You may own the world, but if you do not know it, you can die of starvation for the want of food. A bank can be holding a billion dollars of yours, but if you do not know it, you will not write a check. But when you become aware of who you really are, you will know that the whole is yours. Then you will say, I and my father are one, and all are mine, and thine and thine are mine. After the great resurrection, you will play the part of Judas and tell everyone who comes into your world who the Messiah is and where Jesus might be found. I can't tell you my thrill when I receive letters from you containing scriptural experiences you have had. I received a letter from a young lady who was still in school. She is majoring in music as she wants to be a composer. In her letter, she said, I have a dear friend who was having a birthday and I wanted to give him something special. It didn't have to be material. It could be something I said or did that he would be proud of. I fell asleep dwelling on this when I awoke at 2 a.m. with a vivid memory of this dream. I was sitting on my bed with my mother and father standing near. My father handed me three records, saying, Keep two and give him the third. He will love it and never tire of listening to it. Then I held a sheet of music containing the notes from which the record was made. 
I saw that the composition's title was Christ, and the composer's name was Olam. She saw correctly, the word Olam means something hidden, kept out of sight, a lad, a youth, a stripling, and is translated eternity in the statement. God has put eternity into the mind of man, yet so that man cannot find out who, what God has done until the end. When your journey comes to its end, you will find that external youth who is God's son. David, he is a lamb, the eternal youth, the composer of the music, which is all about himself, for he is the Christ of Scripture. Jesus, the Lord, and Christ, his son, are in you. Separate the two. Christ is not a little given Jesus, but his power and wisdom, which came out into the world to do his will. Jesus is the Savior, of which there is only one. I am the Lord your God, the Holy One of Israel, your Savior, and besides me there is no Savior. Here is a young girl, still in school, who has found Christ, the composer and the composition. You can't exhaust the subject of Christ, but man is forever misunderstanding it. The crowds believe some little man was crucified on a cross by Jews. But John tells us, you know not whom you worship, but we know who we worship, for salvation is from the Jews. If you think of a physical Jew, you are in error. A Jew is an Israelite who is not a descendant of Abraham after the flesh, but the elect of God of any race or nation. The Old Testament is the book of the Jews, of which you, as the Son of God, came into this world to fulfill. Every mystical experience is foreshadowed by a world, and the Old Testament is predestined, written by God's servants, the prophets. The chronological order of both the Old and the New Testament is not accurate. Matthew is the first book in our New Testament. Yet Mark came before Matthew, and the letters of Paul came before the four Gospels. Our forefathers of the church arranged the books as they, as they now appear, but they do not give the true order of the unfolding picture any more than the books of the Old Testament. Paul found the pattern unfolding in him and shared his experiences. In the second letter to Timothy, he urged him not to deviate from my gospel. But he did not spell it out. I have told you the chronological order just as it happened to me. The crucifixion begins the journey into time. Coming out from the Father, you came into the world by being crucified on humanity. As Paul said, I know only Christ and him crucified. But the drama of redemption begins with your resurrection from humanity and your spiritual birth. Then you will discover the fatherhood of God through your son, David, who is Christ, calling you father. This is the gift God gave himself through his sons, the gift of fatherhood. One day you will know this truth by the betrayal of the great secret of the Messiah. And Judas not only reveals the great secret, but tells you where to find Jesus. He is in the garden as the tree of life. Blake knew. That is why he said the gods of the earth and sea sought through nature to find that tree. But their search was all in vain. There grows one in the human brain. One day that tree whose roots are in your brain will reverse itself and destroy of Jesus and his Christ will unfold in you. 
You and I were sons of God before we entered these garments of death. When we return, we will have added to God the Father, yet remained individualized. I can tell you the joy, the ecstasy that is in store for you on your return, for you came out from the Father and came into the world. Now you will leave the world and return to the Father as the Father. So God's gift to you is Christ, who is his son, David. And Christ's gift is the spirit of truth, which unfolds to reveal your true identity. As a son, you have come into the world to do the will of him who sent you. And in the end, you will discover you sent yourself. For you will have found David, the son of Jesse. I am one after your own heart who does all your will. Asleep, the Messiah does the will of the Father. But when he awakes, the Messiah and the Father are one. We came out from the world of life to enter the world of death in a grand experiment, not knowing if we would succeed. He chose us in him for the experiment, then made us victorious over death by giving us himself, that we may know we are God the Father. I am speaking from experience, not theorizing or speculating. Jesus is in you, or Jesus in you, as your own wonderful human imagination. When you say, I am, that is Jesus. One day, your awareness will awaken and rise. Then everything said of the Lord in the Old Testament will be fulfilled in you. And from that moment on, your adventure will be over, and you will walk, conscious of being God the Father. What a glorious concept. God actually gave himself to everyone for a grand experiment, which cannot fail in anyone, not even a Hitler or Stalin. No monster can fail because the resurrection is now a fact. It has been proven so. Everyone will return, not as the Son of God, which is glorious enough, but of God himself. That is my message to you, and it is true. I want to thank this sweet young lady for sharing her experience with me, that I may share it with you, desiring to express herself in a loving way towards one she respects. She sees her parents, the symbol of her creative power, enter her room. Her father tells her of three records. Were there not three who stood before Abraham when the birth of the child was announced? They were called men, not records, but it is the same symbolism. She was told to keep two and give him the other, as he would love it. So, and never tire of listening to it. The music was composed by Olam, the eternal youth, and its title was Christ. Here is the composer writing about himself, just as man does here. Every book you read is a man's thoughts, beliefs, and feelings in the written form. He had to acquire the ability to write, and anyone can do that. Go to school, apply yourself, and master the technique of writing. Then as you start to write, you will discover you can only write the thoughts that permeate your own mind. You may think you are detached from your thoughts, but you and your thoughts are one. So you are writing all about yourself. So, O Lamb, the eternal youth, composed a composition, Christ, which is all about himself. And you, O Christ, will never tire of listening to your incredible story. Now let us go into the silence.